Mega. You heard that right. It's the, I don't know, Jim Podcast Mega Episode Edition. Welcome in, everybody, to part two of the I Don't Know Jim Mega Episode. In this episode, we've got our week four preview, and I'm also going to give you a quick rundown of all the action that happened on Thursday night. The Bengals came out victorious, 27-15 to 15 over the Dolphins. They kind of struggled offensively, but at the end of the game, Vaughn Bell made a game-sealing interception. Joe Burrow hit Jamar Chase. They put the ball in the end zone to seal the victory. On the other side of the ball for Miami, the good news for them is that Tua was moving his extremities and that he was able to travel home with the team after that scary injury. But with Teddy Bridgewater at the helm, they weren't really able to do much offensively. And we are excited to bring you more football action coming up next. London game, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time kickoff. Vikings and the Saints. Uh, initial gut reaction here for me, Jim, is I like the Vikings. But these London games, you never really know what's going to happen. Yeah, you better get your sleep in Saturday night. I don't know if I'll get up for this one, to be honest. Oh, come on, Jim. Jim, it's early, Jim. I know. Eh, you know what? Maybe I'll sip a coffee and watch. That sounds nice. All right, I will watch. Confirmed. That's my pick. Confirmed. You're picking the Vikings minus two and a half. I'm picking that I will watch the game at oh. minus one ten. And any thought about the actual game? Vikings. Vikings minus two and a half. Yes, sir. Any reason? Uh, I think they're better, and I think the Saints are a little banged up. Hmm. But I like the under the best. Under forty three. Okay. I'm with you. I'm gonna agree. Vikings minus two and a half. I think the Vikings are the better team. Jameis Winston has a broken back, and he missed practice today. This is Wednesday. We're filming this. Missed practice. Michael Thomas also on the injury report. They looked like crap last week against the Panthers. I think the Panthers' defense is is sorry underrated, but I I see I see the Vikings playing well. I see the Saints having a tough time. Give me the Vikings minus two and a half. We can move on to your team here, and this is going to be a good one. Game of the week. The Bills. This be night football. Visiting. Yeah, I don't know why this is a 1 p.m.er. So that's a crime. Yeah. Uh, this is good. This is good football here. Bills visiting the Baltimore Ravens. Right now, the Ravens are three-point dogs. Wow. Yeah. I thought I read that wrong. Wow, I'm what are your thoughts on that? I'm taking the Ravens at the points. I'm taking the Ravens money line. I will be all over the Ravens. The Bills are still pretty beat up, and I think the Ravens are really good. I think the Bills kind of get have the uh, you know curse of being the best team in football in everyone's minds. Like this is no, this isn't a walk in the park for them. They're heading to Baltimore, who's you know arguably, you know I think they're one of the best teams in the AFC, and I think they have home field here. And they're laying three points as the dog. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, 
you know, things can happen. Bills could win, but I like the Ravens and the Ravens value here. I've been thinking this one over, and now I don't know. Like the Bills, are they not going to tear open the Ravens secondary? The Ravens secondary isn't as bad as people think. They are. Come on, dude. Devontae Parker just went for 156 last week. Okay, that's true. Um, and they got destroyed by the Dolphins. Tua had a career game. I don't know. I'm starting. I'm starting to think twice about this one. I think I'm going to take the Bills minus three. Actually, <sighs> yeah, I think they are the most complete team in the league, and I think that they're just going to shred the Ravens secondary. I mean, that's fine. I think that you can have a shredded secondary and still win, though. When you when that happens, usually you lose. No, uh, I mean, I know what you're saying. Devontae Parker did have a nice weekend. <laughs> but the Ravens still won by 10-plus. Um, was it nine? Yeah. Sure, but I don't think the Bills are the Patriots. The Bills are far superior. No, no, I know. I'm just saying I think the Ravens can keep up with the scoring contest. Yeah, they definitely have a high-powered offense. That's for sure. I just think that the Bills are going to throw all over them. That's, that's fine. I, we can disagree I, on this. That's okay. Yeah, no, that's totally, yeah, that's that's why we do this show. We have some <laughs> some disagreements. So I'll take Bills minus three. You can have Ravens plus three. I'll take the dog at home with the points. End it there. All right, Jim. Eagles welcoming the Jacksonville Jaguars. Right now, they're six and a half point favorites. I do think the Eagles win this one. However, I think the Jags cover. I think that the duo of James Robinson and Travis Etienne will eat on the Eagles. And I also think that the Jags defense is one of the most underrated units in the league and could potentially cause some problems for Jalen Hurts. Hmm. I think you've got some good points there. Um, I think I'm going to ride with the Eagles, though. Wow. All um, right. I don't know. I think the Jags are, you know, another week on the road. Nice to see them do it against the Chargers. Can they do it again? You know, maybe. And then I'd look like an idiot again for not the first time. Happens. But I think I'm going to, you know, in my mind, it's, you know, do you buy the Jaguars hype or the Eagles hype here? I'm going to buy the Eagles hype instead of the Jags hype. Yeah, this is definitely a which team are you going to hop on now? Because that wagon's going to get rolling fast. If the Jags win this one, people are going to be calling them Super Bowl favorites. Well, if they beat your Super Bowl favorites. Fair. I have been quoted as saying that the Eagles, I mean, the Eagles, have they not looked amazing? Oh, no, they look great. My one like concern is they do kind of let teams back in the game towards the end. I mean, maybe the move here is just Eagles' first half spread. Okay. We're getting into first halves now? Well, I'm just thinking, you know, week one, they let the Lions back in the game. Even last week against the Commanders, 24 to 8 should have been like 35 to 2. Um, and they just kind of, you know, they go to sleep a bit. And maybe the Jags cover that. But uh, I'll ride the Eagles, six and a half. Yeah, another thing I want to mention, too, this is the Doug Peterson revenge game. He's going to throw the kitchen sink at them. I think that this could be, I'm going to say it, I know we've said and talked about the Seahawks Super Bowl game week one. This could be Jaguars Super Bowl game. Jaguars win this game, which, again, I don't think they will. I think that they lose in cover. Jaguars win this game everybody's going to be a Jacksonville Jaguars fan on Monday. 
you know, uh, that's an interesting point, Jim. Um, I will bring up the last time we were on a revenge game against the Eagles. Uh, it was last week. You're all right. And it was Carson Wentz. Yeah, but that's Carson Wentz. Okay. I'm just pointing it out. <laughs> yeah, I was wrong. So maybe I'll be wrong twice and then I'll have to stop my Eagles revenge game narrative. So we'll see okay. after, <laughs> after this one. All right. Next up, we've got the Seahawks heading to Detroit. Detroit is currently sitting at minus four. Oof, over under 48. I mean, this this is like the line's been kind of coming down. I think. I didn't see what it opened at. Detroit was more favored. I don't know where it opened at, but this is moving down a bit. I don't think the Seahawks win this game. And you know, four is a key number. I I don't want to say that the Seahawks cover this. I don't want to put my money on that. I don't want to put my pick on that. But. The way the lines moving, the lines are dealing with some injuries. Nah, lines minus four. Square. Yeah, okay. yeah, I thought, uh, yeah, I thought you had me for a second. I'm lines minus four here too. I'm, I said it earlier. I'm officially taking the lines seriously. Um, I also think the Seahawks are one of the worst, if not the worst, teams in the NFL. They don't do a ton for me on either side of the ball. And the Lions have looked explosive on offense through three weeks. And again, I know I, I discounted it the first first two weeks, but now I'm, I'm taking them seriously. They've got weapons. And Goff has delivered the ball. He hasn't made a ton of mistakes, kept them in games. I like them here at home. I'm with you. Lions minus four. Keeping the train moving here. We've got the Chargers and the Texans. Right now, the Chargers are favored by five and a half on the road. And I really think the Texans cover here. Five and a half is kind of a lot of points. The Chargers are banged up. Last year, we saw the Texans beat the Chargers in a game that Everybody thought the Chargers were going to blow the Texans out in. I know this isn't last year, but I think the Chargers and the Texans are similar teams as to what they were last year as far as their rosters go. Davis Mills is still there. I think that the Texans' defense potentially could hold the Chargers. Um, And I think that Herbert's injury is more than what they're making it out to be. Yeah, I think I agree with every point you just made there, Jim. Five and a half is a lot for a road team to cover, generally. But yeah, I think the Texans are feisty. Um, home team, five and a half is a lot. They stick in these games. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they don't win them, but they stick in them. And that's the team I like to put my money on. Nope. Team that will uh, you know, hang in there. And, you know, I, I said it earlier kind of on the long neck mills train he's serviceable i think they can cover here i'll I'll ride texans plus five and a half with you love it love it all right now we've got another nfc beast battle 
Cowboys at home taking on the Commanders. Three-point favorites at the moment. And I know I just talked about being done with the Commanders. But I kind of have to like them here. I know they haven't shown me much to like. But, dude, I cannot get on board with Cooper Rush. I don't know what it is. I just can't seem to shake. Like he, There's some stigma in my head where I just see Cooper Rush and I'm like, get this guy off of my screen. And he's been good. He wins games for them, which is the, the craziest part. And, you know, I, I think I'm going to talk myself out of this one. I'm going to talk myself out. I'm taking Cowboys minus three. Michael yeah, Parsons yeah. is going to eat Carson Wentz alive. Yeah, yeah, I just generally. had, I just, I just like had a, a memory of just Michael Parsons. I was like, well, he is probably their, their defensive front is going to feast. I'm taking, I'm changing my mind. Cowboys minus three. Yeah, Jim, I'm going to ride the Cowboys minus three. I was interested to see where you were heading with that, uh, <laughs> with that spiel. I just had an epiphany. I don't know what that was. Um, it, I mean, it feels like kind of low-hanging fruit. Cowboys minus three, a game that, like, Washington somehow wins because the Cowboys, you know, the NFC beast works. They just yep. all kind of suck and beat each other once a year and lose once a year to each other. Um. But, yeah, I mean, Micah Parsons is going to just munch again. Cooper Rush? I'll ride with Cooper Rush until he shows me I shouldn't. And he hasn't shown me I shouldn't yet. Hmm. I should start thinking like you. I've been against him for no reason. Yeah, I don't know why you're a Rush Yeah, I, I, I really don't know. It's for no good reason. Yeah, I'll lock into Cowboys minus three. Fair enough. I can take this one. We got the Titans heading to Indianapolis. Another three spread. Ooh. Colts favored by three at home against the Titans. My gut reaction is Colts minus three. Um, I'm just not, I'm still not impressed with the Titans. Like, all right, no, cool. I think the Titans aren't, are a very mediocre team. I don't know. I mean, you won by two against the only 0-3 team in the league at home. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I liked what I saw. I liked the fight I saw out of the Colts last week. I think that's kind of more the Colts we were expecting to see this season. Agreed. Even, even though they got bailed out a little bit. For sure. I mean, yeah, that, that call pretty much changed the entire game. Yeah, but they were still covering. So, you know, mm. even if they lose, they covered that game. I, I like the Colts here. I think this is a good spot for them. Yeah, me too. I think the Colts are going to hold the Titans. I mean, last week they held the Chiefs to 17 points. The Titans' offense is obviously a different animal. They depend 100% on Derrick Henry. But I even think that if the Titans do get Derrick Henry going in this one, the Colts will be able to throw the ball, stay ahead. Jonathan Taylor, he's there. People forget about him. Um, and maybe the the Colts get Shaq Leonard back this week. It's crazy that his name's not Darius anymore. People <laughs> forget about that one. I don't know his status. Um, but I think that the Colts' defense showed real signs of life last week, and I think they'll do it again this week. I'm taking the Colts minus three. I'm with you. Sweet. Uh, we can hop over to the stadium formerly known as. Hinesfield, Acrisure Stadium. 
the Jets visiting the Steelers. Right now, the line is Steelers minus three. The big news here is the return of Zach Wilson for the New York Jets. And for that reason, now hear me out. I think that if Joe Flacco had started this game, I would have liked the Jets plus three. Me too. But, but because this is Zach Wilson's first game this season, he's fighting his way back from that injury, I like the Steelers minus three here. I think their defense is going to get after him. And I also don't know if Zach Wilson is going to step on the field and be on the same page with everybody like Flacco was. As crazy as that sounds, Flacco was humming with Garrett Wilson. Yep. You know, that they looked pretty good. I mean, not pretty – I mean – for the Jets' standards, they looked they looked good, um, and the Steelers, their offense doesn't do a ton for me, but I think their defense is going to be the big big factor in this one, and I think that they win and cover they cover three. I mean, you stole the words out of my mouth for the most part. I, I yeah, if if Flacco was starting, I would be all over the Jets. Mm. I think I still am going to be on the Jets just because I, I, I can't get behind the Steelers team covering three. I don't even, I don't even I, know if they win this game. I, I guess, but like the Steelers aren't that bad. Stink, They're not dude, good. Stink. But dude, it's stink. The bad. Jets, the Jets stink just as bad. All right. You want my hot take? Go. The Jets win this game and, Trubisky gets benched next week. You think we see Kenny, Kenny Pickett? I think the voices start getting louder. Wow. Hey, I can see – I see the narrative. I see where that's going, if you know I, what I'm I, saying. I think the Steelers are just dog water. I think they're so, so bad. Mm. So, so bad. I, I, I don't think they're that bad. I, yeah, I don't really want to – I don't, I don't want to take the Jets, but I think I will. All right. All the power to you. All right. Well, now, Jim, if that game wasn't stinky enough for you, we can move right on to an arguably stinkier game. The Bears head into the Giants. Giants favored by three. Over under of 39 and a half. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think I will declare this one our do not touch game of the week. Yep. With that said, we always got to take a side. And I'm going to take the home team. I'll take the Giants minus three. I don't like it. No, don't like it at all. But uh, I mean, both these teams have terrible rush defenses. <laughs> and I'll take Justin Fields under 10 passing attempts. Yeah, I hear you. I, I'm going to be with the Giants here, minus three. I think the Saquon feasts and maybe Khalil Herbert feasts. But at the end of the day, as crazy as it sounds, I think I trust Daniel Jones more than I trust Justin Fields at this stage in their respective careers. And I also like Brian Dable more as a head coach. I know that we have an extremely small sample size, but more as a head coach than Matt Eberflus. And I like their offense as a whole more than the Bears. I mean, what is it that the Bears have completed 23 passes this season or something mm-hmm. ridiculous like that is heinous yeah or they're not receivers who have more receiving yards than the bears whole team uh, it's insane 
they're not going to be able to get away with that for much longer. And the Giants are a bad team, but I think that they they cover three. Yep, I agree, Jim. Crazy. Yeah, that's that's insane. And uh, speaking of something that I find insane, Browns-Falcons is our next game. Cleveland, one-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. I honestly don't know how that number is one-and-a-half. I feel like it should be four. Yeah, I agree. I think that Cleveland is a far superior team to Atlanta, unless I'm missing something. Do you- no, I don't. I don't think you're missing anything. Um, I'm just as confused, and I I think the Falcons are better than people give them credit for. But I mean, one and a half, basically a pick'em. Yeah, that's an insanity to me. And if I'm getting a pick'em, I'm I'm taking the Browns. I don't think yeah. the Browns are anything special right now at this point in the season. But I think they're way better than the Falcons. But they're getting it done, you know. Like yeah. they're winning their the games that they have to win without Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. and their run game is elite. Mm-hmm. I think that a strong argument could be made that they have the best run game as a you know as a whole offensive line and running back duo in the league. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely valid. Um, and like I know I talk about the Falcons being better than people give them credit for. That's mostly on the offensive side of the ball. Their yeah. defense is miserably bad. Yeah, their their defense. I was just taking a look at this. They're ranked fifteenth in opponent rushing yards per game, and I obviously that draws my eye because I see the Browns and I think run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. So that that I mean that you can go either way with that one, but I think the Cleveland will be able to overpower them with the run game. Yeah, I agree. And minus one and a half. Yeah. Maybe the Falcons can get Kyle Pitts and Drake London going. And I don't know the status of Miles Garrett. Obviously, he got in that car accident, mm-hmm. but there wasn't weren't any serious injuries. I don't know if you saw his car. Oh, yeah, that thing was toast. The thing looked like it got run over by a bulldozer. It was insane. Hopefully, he's doing all right. But side note, um, if he's healthy, major advantage Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be something to watch as, as Sunday approaches. But regardless, I like the Browns minus one and a half. Me too. Jim, speaking of lines that don't make a lot of sense to you. Oh, wow. How are the Carolina wow. Panthers favored by one and a half? To I have no card? idea. <laughs> and I mean, as much as we kind of, you know, dump on the Cardinals, I mean, that's kind of a me and you thing. I dump on the Panthers. Yeah, you hate the, the Panthers more than you hate the Cardinals, and that's saying something. I think the Panthers are awful. I, I agree. One against the Saints where they always kind of, you know, it's a weird game each year. Mm. Is this a reaction to that? Do people think the Panthers are, like, figuring it out? They're not. Um, I, I will – I'm, I'm going to take the Cardinals. Like, easiest bet of the week probably for me. Yeah, um, if we had a send it in, be a gym, bet of the week, this is it, dude. Cardinals plus one and a half. This is I'm insanity. Not points. Like I'm taking the money line, maybe an alt spread. Like. This is, yeah, this is insanity. 
I don't know how the Cardinals are being discounted that like this much. They haven't been great, but dude, the Panthers are not not good. The Panthers are so so bad. So, their defense, so bad. I will say this about the Panthers. Their defense is underrated. They have a lot of young talent and yeah, speed on that's their fine. defense. Advantage Panthers as far as defenses go. I can't trust Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. I'm t- I'm hammering the Cardinals plus one and yeah, a half. Yeah, me too. Hammering. Now to the frozen tundra. My Patriots visiting the Green Bay Packers. And the Packers right now are nine and a half point favorites. That could change at any second, depending on the status of Mac Jones. Obviously, I think that if Mac Jones starts and plays, Patriots cover nine and a half. I think that they will be able to hang around with Green Bay. Their rushing defense is among the best in the league. And that's what Green Bay's strength is right now. Rodgers still hasn't really formed too much of a connection with his young receivers. Um, That being said, if Brian Hoyer is the starter for the Patriots in this game, then I expect a little bit of line movement, obviously. But I think that the Patriots get walloped. I think that there's a major drop-off between Mac Jones and Brian Hoyer. I don't know. I've seen some delusional Patriots fans and listened on the radio to, to, oh, you know, we're fine with Hoyer. We are not fine with Brian Hoyer. If we were fine with Hoyer, we'd be starting him because usually a quarterback doesn't get as much leeway as, as Mac Jones had making the amount of mistakes and turnovers that he has out of the gate. So I think that the Patriots are in big trouble. One, if Brian Hoyer starts. And two, I'm going to say this now. If Mac Jones has to sit out, I don't know the severity of his injury. If he has to sit out six to eight weeks, as is being predicted as the most severe as this injury could end up being, I think the New England Patriots will be in contention for the number one overall pick. Wow. in the upcoming draft. I mean, that's that's a it's a big statement, and I don't really think it's that crazy. No. Um, I mean, I, I think the Patriots' defense is pretty all right. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Brian Hoyer-led offense. I mean, come on, dude. That's bad. That's about as bad as it gets. That's bad no matter what decade you're in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was never good. <laughs> Opposing defenses saw Brian Hoyer, sorry, Axel Hoyer coming onto the field, and they were just licking their chops. Mm. I do think nine and a half is a lot of points. Yes. But I think the Packers cover it. They, I, uh, yeah, I'm not expecting Jones to play here, so I, I think that they cover nine and a half. But if Jones plays... Then it's different. I'm gonna. I don't, even, I don't even know. I don't even know if it's that different. Though. Really? No, nah, I mean that's overreactionary. <laughs> I, I'm. I'm gonna make this off the assumption that Hoyer's playing because I don't think Mac Jones is suiting up. Yeah, I guess we should just go off off that. So, under the assumption Brian Hoyer is going to be the starter, then I like Green Bay to cover nine and a half. I'm with you. 
Moving right along, we've got the Broncos heading down to sunny Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Line is currently Raiders minus two and a half, over under 45 and a half. Jim, this one's this one's tough. This is a tough one. The Raiders are 0 3. Yep. If the Raiders move to 0 4, anyone holding a Josh McDaniels first fired coach of the season ticket mm. is licking their lips. Oh, yeah. Fortunately, I, I mean, I don't think the Raiders lose this one. I think they, I think it's a must win. I think it's hungry. Oh, I, I, absolutely, it's a must win. I mean, I don't one. think it's a crazy, it, yeah, super crazy take. Raiders must win to, to not go 0 4. Yeah. But their opponent hasn't looked all that good. Nope. And, you know, I'm going to use the Cardinals Raiders game as my example here. And the Raiders should have won that game. And, you know, obviously they didn't. But I don't think Denver has the type of offense right now that would be able to come back from that a 16-point deficit. I suppose, but that's a small – that's a one out of the three games that they've played. So I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I'll give you this. I think that as incompetent as Josh Daniels may have looked to this point, Nathaniel Hackett has blown him out of the water on how not to be a head coach in the NFL and how to butcher almost every decision you have to make. So I'll give you that. But the Raiders just have not done anything for me this year. It's one of those things where you look at them on paper and you go, oh, man, like Darren Waller. Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro. Oh, yeah, Derek Carson on the ball. This should be good. And you look at their defense. Oh, Max Crosby, Chandler Jones. They just have not produced. Sure. Have the Broncos produced on offense? Absolutely not. They have been one of the most disappointing teams to watch in the NFL. However, their defense has got some teeth. Yep. That's a unit. That's dangerous. Pat Sertan, Bradley Chubb. That's a good unit. And I think that's the difference in this one. I think the Broncos win. I'm, I'm taking a money line here. I, I, I would obviously take them plus two and a half. This is the Nick Cincy grudge match game. All right. I'm taking the Raiders, man. I just... I'm I'm buying into the hunger of getting that first win at home. And, you know, you mentioned it on paper. They should be better than 0-3. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a prove-it week. It really is. Mm. So I'll buy into the prove-it prove it minus 2.5 Raiders. There's certainly something to be said about the hungry dog running faster. Mm-hmm. But I think the Broncos are out to prove a point, too. They got to show everybody that they can get out of their own way. Can so, they though? I don't know. I think I I, I hope so. I the, for my sake they better, but I think this is easily the most entertaining game out of the, the four o'clock window. Sunday night football. We've got a Super Bowl fifty five rematch. The Chiefs taking on the Bucks. I like the Chiefs minus one here. I think that their offense, even though I mean obviously the Chiefs strength is their offense 
the Buccaneers' strength is their defense. I think they'll be over to overpower them. And I think that the Buccaneers' offense has looked uh, not too great, and they'll get Mike Evans back this week. But I'm not really too high on them against a high-powered Chiefs offense here. Uh, yeah, Jim, I'm with you. Um, I mean, I'm taking the Chiefs minus one here. The Bucks, they don't look that that great right now. No, I mean, I'm too concerned about them. But they're playing the Chiefs, <laughs> so um, yeah. I mean, I just think the Chiefs are a better team right now, even though they both lost last week. Mm. Yeah, me too. I think that they bounce back. I mean, last week for them was kind of fluky with that call at the end. Mm-hmm. I think they bounce back here. And on the other side of the ball, if you look at it for the Buccaneers, if they don't win this game, then they're kind of flirting with being a meh team, if you ask me. Their defense is elite, but what made them an incredible team was their offense was pushing them up and down the field. And sure, their defense was also great, but they were a complete unit. And if their offense can't get going at some point, then you got to kind of look at it and go, all right, how good are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers really? I know it's hard to doubt Tom Brady, but you kind of got to look at it eventually. All right, Pat, let's finish this off with the Monday night game. Got the Rams heading to Santa Clara to take on the Niners. Mm. Line is currently Niners minus one and a half. Over unders forty two. Kind of lean Rams here. I don't. I don't like betting on Rams 49ers. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I know Niners are the home team. I know they kind of give the Rams fits. Yep. I don't think the Niners looked that convincing last week. Certainly did not. Maybe for three of the quarters, but even then, like I started noticing in the third quarter, I was like, you know. The feeling is the Niners are smoking the Broncos because the Broncos can't move the ball, but they're up by seven. And then the safety happened, and then all, you know, and they lose the game. I mean, I like what the Niners are doing. I don't think they're a bad team, but I, I like the Rams. I don't know. I don't really like it either way, but I like the Rams. Yeah, this is a tough one, but I think I have to go with the Niners. I think that Kyle Shanahan has Sean McVay's number, and I know that last year, the Rams beat the Niners in the NFC Championship game. I was watching, and Garoppolo underperformed, and he hasn't looked great to this point. And the Rams' offense has not done anything for me. Everybody talks about them being this great unit, but have they really popped off? Not in particularly. No, and the, the 49ers' passing defense is a, a unit to be reckoned with. I'm going to check the stats right now, but if I'm not mistaken, they're among the top passing defenses in the league as far as yardage goes yeah so right now the the Niners are leading the league or they're giving up the fewest passing yards per game to opponents at 148.3 yards a game that's pretty good and the Rams have been struggling through the air Matthew Stafford has not looked the same he's been turning the ball over at a pretty despicable rate and for that reason, I'm on the Niners minus one and a half. I don't love either side. I like your points. I think they're a little more sound than mine. I don't even think I had a point. I think my point was just Rams. Ooh. Rams house. Rams house. 
Um, I'd probably take the under if I had to take something on this game. All right, everybody. That is going to do it for the I Don't Know Jim mega episode. We appreciate you guys being flexible. We had some scheduling issues come up this week, but we still wanted to give you all of the information that we possibly could. Mega. And Alex, it was a pleasure as always. It was a mega pleasure, Pat. It, it was a mega pleasure. And thank you to all of our listeners, and we hope to see you again soon. Mega. Mega.